going again. Yep. We're going again. But don't talk about sports this time. And again and again. Because clearly we talk about sports way too much. Our, our, our conversations are about like 90% sports. No, no, no. I take that back. Not even 90, but there, there's... It's like 60%... It's like 30% sports talk, but like 40% sports memes, yeah. which really like puts yeah. it over. Especially in season. <laughs> Especially in season, it spikes like 70%. S- sports memes are the best. Yep. Only second to meme memes. Back at it again. <laughs> like we never left. Coke and dank. Dank and coke. It's the Lethal Weapon. Hey, Dank! Oh, sports. Hey, Coke. <laughs> I got the sports update. What's the difference between a tuna and a piano? You want me to say, what's the difference? What's the difference? You can tune a piano, but you can't piano a tuna. <laughs> You're an idiot. You had a second take, had a list of other jokes, and you still went with the original joke. Yeah, we said we were going to do that. No, you said you were like... <laughs> I'm not. My You're, phone's blank now. Honestly, you got a better laugh at this, and I, I know. knew the punchline That's why I'm keeping coming, it. So, That's why know. I'm keeping it. Anyway, let's those, hear the segue from tuning up a piano. Well, though, for those who don't know, we did this one take already, and it was crap. That's why he's laughing like... No, no. <laughs> so we, did a, was... we, we did a first take, but we talked like seven minutes of sports yeah. to the point it's like anyone listening be like, oh, I picked the wrong... So I told him I was going to use a new joke, and I didn't. He said Bailey, and he got a better laugh. It wasn't an honest laugh, okay? It was a fucking honest laugh. It was a cheated laugh. I'm laughing at you use the same material. I don't have the punchline. Whatever. It still works. I want to hear your segue from tuning a piano to across the pages. It's not to that. It's the comparison. Your confidence in it's not. It's not to that. It's the comparison between a tuna and a piano. Yes. It's a sorry. <laughs> don't, ha- don't, don't even nope, tell him. I won't tell him don't what we have on. Um, it's the it's the confidence of tuna and a piano are nothing alike. These two shows are something alike, but not nearly as good as one another. That's that's what you're. Fuck! Going I can't with. watch while I'm doing. You can't. Don't but don't blame that. That was a terrible segue. It wasn't even uh, close. You, no, you, but I was, my my whole point was that these one of these shows is one of these things is good. The other one's not as great. Between tuna and piano, which is not great and which is? Tuna is not great. Piano is cool. Fuck you. Fans of, I... fans of tuna, get them. Yeah, please. Tuna's delicious. It's tuna or salmon? Tuna. Ew. You're Sa- fucked. Salmon's amazing. You're fucked. I'm, listen, if you're asking me canned fish, I'm uh-huh. picking tuna over salmon. If you're putting a slab of fish in front I'm of me. I'm putting a slab of, I'm putting a, there's. Tuna's never an option unless I'm getting sushi. Tuna or crabs? Like your crab? No, not, no, not my crabs. <laughs> well, you didn't say crab. God damn, we're getting off topic again. Now we're Are talking we? about seafood. <laughs> I, I can, I can, I can definitely segue crabs to one of these properties because something was very much like an STD. And very I crabby. Scr- I scratched, I scratched a lot. Um, okay. Maybe, maybe that wasn't a good segue. <laughs> anyway, I don't, I don't feel that your tuna is, your piano is better than tuna. No, so we're doing another episode you, of Across. You can't survive off piano. God damn it! You can't we... survive off piano. No, but can we get into what we're fucking talking about? If you were on, you a, can tune a piano. You can. If you're on a desert you island, yeah, piano tuna. And all there was was an abundance of pianos, uh-huh. an abundance of tuna. How are you gonna live off the t- off the pianos, off playing chopsticks? Fuck you. Um, I'm I'm not even listening. Is, are we gonna use this one too? Is this, is <laughs> yeah, this we're using this. Right, I'm fine. keeping this. Yeah, let them Fuck know. You. Let them know about tuna. Big tuna here. Big t- that's good. Big tuna. That's good. No one calls him big. P- would you rather be a- <laughs> called big piano? Would you rather be a pianist or a tromboner? Tromboner. See, smart. I'm not on the piano. Would you rather be? Would you rather be? Would you rather be? Would you rather be a tuna mover or you, piano mover? Would you rather be a soft cheese or a new meat? <laughs> that's what you listeners have to think about. Would you rather be a soft cheese? <laughs> Look at the guy's face. That's miserable. He's he's thinking of the the question. Yeah, How, yeah, he is. Would I be a soft cheese or a new meat? Soft cheese or new meat? That's not even a good segue. But thank you for plugging soft cheese and new meats. We're doing across the pages, and that's a good one. Yep, that's where we compare 
uh, two properties across comic books and TV shows or movies. The pages be like, you fuck. No, I close my eyes for that one because I'm so <laughs> easily distracted. Where we uh, look across the pages yeah, no, of two no, no. things. No, so we're doing Doom Patrol and Umbrella Academy. Um, we, we both watched both series. First seasons. Yeah. In the bag. In the bag. And you read Umbrella Academy and I read I did. an arc of Doom Patrol. Hotel Suite. I wrote, I wrote Crawling from the Wreckage by Grant Morrison. I should be pulling up some stats here. I'm ill-prepared. But yes, where are we going first? We're going... Start with Umbrella. Yes, we should. Start Let's start with Umbrella. Umbrella. Uh, so, did we talk about the TV show? Yeah, we talked yeah. about the TV show. Um, interesting. Let's start there. Good, good I, on Netflix. Way so, to take a chance. Yeah, way to take a chance. Um, I... I think there was something really good there. Yes, they have. Let's let's go into casting because that's easy to not mess up. Um, so <laughs> let's go into a. Uh, okay, so for number five, it's interesting the way that the characters are named. Um, the whole premise is uh, on one specific day in time, all these children were born. And all of them, for whatever reason, had special powers. And this one kind of crazy scientist, professor, madman, decided... He knew this. I'm going to go around and pick up all these babies. Adopt so, them, yeah. Which is kind of... A, it's weird, but I'm, I'm okay. It's a comic book. I'm into it. Let's fair try enough, it. Yeah, it's Let's coming do from it. a comic book. So, Let's do it. But obviously your mind is bending on how does he get to adopt all these random people. Anyway, uh, number five is Adian uh, Gallagher, Ellen Page, who is number seven, I believe. Yep. Uh, Vanessa Hargraves, uh, Tom Hopper, Luther Har- Hargraves. Uh, Hargreaves. Hargreaves yeah. number, number one. I can't say Hargreaves. <laughs> They're all the same last name. So uh, Daniel. <laughs> you can just say the first name. David Castaneda plays Diego Hargreaves. Um, Emmy Raven Lampam. Lampman plays Allison Hargreaves. Hargraves. Hargreaves. Uh, Lampman. That's a pretty cool last name. It is. Uh, <laughs> I realized that. <laughs> Lampman. She got a bad in school. Uh, Robert Chiam plays Klaus Hargreaves. Uh, Mary J. Blige plays Cha-Cha. Cameron Bristone plays uh, Hazel, so on and so forth. I'm already falling asleep reading all the names. There's more people here. There's more um, people. But then they all had numbers associated to them because on when they were on their upbringing, their their father figure was pretty um, cold. Yeah. Where he would didn't give them really names. They were just. I, I'm not doing it justice because the narrator is pretty actually good in this, and it's Colin uh, Fury. He plays Sir Reginald Hotgreaves, and you only really hear about him. You never actually get to see him, yeah. which is a cool effect in that. Yeah. Um, Shelly McCarthy plays Agnes, who's a waitress in the... She has some nice kind of scenes. Ben Hardgrave is played by Justin M. Min. Um, Grace, nobody cared about that. Not really. John uh, Magaro played uh, uh, Leonard Peabody. He has a pivotal role in this as well. If you don't know already, spoilers. Um, so it's cool, because it, essentially it starts off with... You get thrown right into the action of just seeing these kids assembled, and they're dressed in uh, these kind of... Uniforms like yeah, uh, like, schoolboy yeah, and girl yeah. uniforms, private, right? Private yeah, private school. school. That's what I'm for. And then they have these cool little masks, and I like how they kind of yeah, kept little that Robin comic masks, book, <laughs> the comic book uh, thing with it. So you can't see their their pupils or their eyelids. They yeah. actually whitened it out, so it gives you that kind of look. And they they have to go like stop a bank being robbed. I think that's the first one. That yeah. Kind of, and you get a feel for like each of them has an individual power, and for whatever reason, their father or father figure decided you guys are gonna be heroes. We're gonna make sure that everyone knows you as what's their the umbrella academy yeah fucking name the umbrella academy (laughs) what's the name again but that's that's already that was the weird choice of the show and i I initially liked it but then once we start comparing it you understand why it's missing something there's no actual intro to the show they find a way in each episode to flashback that but add in the actual title of umbrella academy it usually appears on an object or yeah yeah yeah. but there's no break intro yeah to let you know that there's an intro and usually an intro is the best way for a casual viewer or a first-time viewer to kind of understand what your show's about. Yeah. They decided we're not going to give that to you. And for something that's so weird and kind of avant-garde, they could have done a lot with uh, intro to the show as opposed could to have. just throwing us I kind of liked action. how they did it, though. I thought it was all right. And there's no, like, theme song or anything. But Again, still. After, once we started comparing contrast, this is something that kind of stuck yep. out to me. So the show throws you directly into the action and you don't really know where you're lending until i mean the voiceover is great because it gives you all the narration of what's happening yeah but you don't really know what's happening until kind of you see number five who is the pivotal kind of protagonist to move the plot along yep um he's the he's the one that his power set is he can 
kind of time jump. Yeah. I uh, didn't really like him. <laughs> like the, but I thought he was casted yeah. perfectly. You like him? Yeah, he was a little I don't snot. like him, yeah. no, but he's, yeah. a, he's annoying and smarming. I was like, I, yeah. I would love someone to punch him in the face. Yeah. And he played that to a T. Yeah, because he's like he's he traveled so far into the future that he's actually like fifty something years old, but he's in the body of like a twelve year old yeah, or whatever. Not even like a <laughs> not 10 even year old, yeah, yeah, ten year old. But he has all the knowledge and and okay, he retains so like everything. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Fifty something year old. So he, he actually has the best kind of story arc and like the life that he got. They to focus live. on him a lot too, because he's he's kind of the. I think he's the protagonist, and it's hard to yeah. put one down in this. Yeah, show. I think so. Well, they they try really hard to. Now I don't know how this compares to the book because you I didn't read it, but you yeah. did. Um, I don't know. They they I don't know if they tried really hard to make every character really edgy and right. different. Like so, I don't know. It it kind of came across a little forceful. I don't know how true to the comic that is though. Well, it's we. I don't know if we, when do we at one point do we start comparing to the comic? Ah, you can just do it anytime, really. Um, I like the comic book because it reads real fast and it's very dynamic and interesting. Um, like each the way it's drawn really yeah. lends itself to the story because everyone's kind of angular and sharp. Yeah. So the the action moves along like that, but in terms of like the plot, you get thrown into it. It's exactly the same. Like it's the same thing. So so basically, so we didn't say this. I know we don't we don't need to talk too much about the show. I'd rather focus on the books more for this. But uh, the main idea is that the the father, quote unquote father, father figure grouped all these kids together so that they would eventually stop the apocalypse that was he never told them that though but it was it was like rigorous training and he was a jerk to them constantly so that well that's the theme like this, yeah. this father figure was constantly telling them one thing while not preparing them for yeah the real yeah. thing like he was, yeah. he, was always a dick. he was like yeah it was like a just purposeful dick and well, it was unnecessary but again conic logic the fact that he can just go around and start adopting kids and decide like, yeah oh, yeah they're my children yeah. and i'm gonna like you have to sign some forms and like meet with some people before you sign them up to be vigilantes in the street yeah so like that's already in whatever's anyone has a parental mind like how does this old dude get all these young kids running around but in terms of the comic it lends itself to like how quick paced it's moving mm-hmm. but there are like story arcs that happen so fast in the comic that there's no time for you to understand why it's happening so is that there one so is it are all the sub story arcs about all the different like do they all get their time to to shine the kids no but you get a feel of who they are once they meet up again once they're adults so okay. there's obviously a time jump which i don't know if we explained in the tv series no you get a nice little piece from when they're kids yeah they're all flashbacks. same like the same uh, as in the comic book of where they started and where they are now. And because number five is the catalyst who yeah. kind of brings them back. And the, his death. So we didn't even talk about that too. The reason that all the kids have to come back to where they started with him is because he mysteriously died. So a lot of them have different um, motivations on how he died, why he died, or if they even care that he died. Um, which is great because that helps lend them... That gives you an idea of which who... Which, how each character is and who they are in this family dynamic. So, like, Space Boy and uh, Diego. Space Boy. <laughs> nice. Luther. Luther, Luther, yeah. Luther and uh, Diego often butt heads. They're the, I guess, Wolverine and Cyclops of yeah, this Yeah, seems like it, doesn't it? Yeah. And it works really well because one is very much a cynic and doesn't believe anything because he's learned to realize everything that he thought was true was a lie which is diego knife dude yeah and space boy is just the adamant this is what our father wanted this is the this is the mission i need to do this is the boy scout i'm going to do it for him and comes back like there has to be something wrong here we have to find out the real truth yeah and that's the the scott summers kind of ideology behind that so like their dynamic while not really fleshed out in the comic book you get there are other dynamics like allison and space boy Rumor, who her special power is... So I guess Diego's special power is like he's really good with knives. Well, he, he throws can, he knives throw and, and he can, can direct them. Yeah, yeah he, he basically throws out like knives and he can turn them in midair. Right. Allison and Rumor, her power is she has the power of persuasion. She can basically whisper in your ear and whatever she says you're probably going to do. Yeah, I heard a rumor that... Which is great. It's not, it's not I heard a rumor that you shit your pants so, and then bam, you shit your pants. You shit your pants. And, and in, the, in the comic book... That can be so powerful, dude. Again, in, in the TV show, they give her they give you time to understand how she's taking that and where she's taking that. Like yeah. You understand she has a family now, a daughter. Why Successful, she stopped, she's like a celebrity. Yes, why she stopped using her powers, why she's afraid to use them again, and what's going on with her and Space Boy. In the comic book, there's one page where they're off on the roof talking about like, oh, it's weird being back together. And then she says, 
she whispers in her head, I heard you want to kiss me. And then they kiss. It's like, <laughs> damn. Yeah, there's I, like a weird romance in them. If, if, I, me if I read yeah. the book before I watched the TV series, I'd be like, where what? did this come from? Yeah. Right? In the TV show, they, they let that play out a yeah, little bit. Yeah, it blossoms, you, you, yeah. You, you can see that happening. It's like, okay, that's the CW effect, right? Like, they, they, they saw that there was a romance there, so they gave it time to unfold. I always used, like, Smallville, because Smallville was the first type of, we're going to do superheroes, but we're going to do it for, like, teenagers, so... All the romance were definitely going to play out. Did you watch all seasons of that? All seven? It was seven seasons, right? I, I missed out on like, a couple in the middle, like when uh, he became the Blur and oh, the, the yeah, Watchtower. I didn't watch any of it. But so. then I clicked back in when uh, they had John Jones show up, and uh, but Lana left. Then Lana became evil. and like Spoilers for Smallville. <laughs> spoilers for everything. If we always spoil. I, just, I like saying that because, I don't fun. know, I feel it sound like a but, prick. But I enjoyed it because it was the first of its kind. Yeah. So, yeah. like... Seeing that uh, method being applied to other properties in comic books makes sense, right? Like you have to give them, you have to give people something to love. And yeah, for sure. Uh, follow through. So they, I think they wanted to make Space Boy and Allison somewhat of a protagonist, but so that's my initial problem with this the story. They didn't give. I wanted them to give each character their own episode, so you can kind of understand where they're yeah. coming from. And they tried to do that, but I don't kind think they of. did it as successfully as they could have done it. What, um, do you know when the book was written? I was trying to pull up all those stats. But okay. Clearly, we're not prepared. Sorry, um, to throw that on you. I, I, I'm just gonna talk about Klaus because I. Yeah. That's so, yeah. He was he was actually my favorite character. Correct. That's my yeah. favorite casting. Um, uh, let's throw up his name again because I probably butchered it the first time. So let's butcher no, it again the second was, time. Oh, right? you mean the actor? Robert Chien. Yeah, I like casting, and I didn't like casting a, uh, with every character in the show, but his was great, and his power set is he can basically he can see dead people and. In the comic book, he can kind of use that to levitate and kind of... He's all like the spooky ghoul powers yeah. and stuff. he talks to ghosts. And he can now... And the ghosts can talk through him. So he can kind yep. of transmute that. So in the book, it's not played up as how kind of screws loose he is. Like he's just... He has one-liners, but everyone's kind of desensitized to it. In the show, his one-liners hit. And you can tell how yeah. much of an oddball he feels. Yeah. And they gave him a show and a half, I feel, to like... Uh, unpack how yeah because he starts out as a bit of a punk and kind of becomes a uh, very important part of yeah, he's the an, plot going he's forward integral, right yeah. and the fact that like his father kind of uh, pulled that power out of him by locking yeah. him in the crypt when he was like 12 yeah it was weird just fucked him up so he's constantly high on whatever drugs to either numb himself or numb hearing all the voices yeah which is like a real thing like uh, I've, I have friends or I've known people that are like mediums and they're like, yo, voices never stop. Like, there's constantly someone always around. So if that was your power, and you could constantly be hearing people, and I'm sure you've seen movies where people get, can talk to the other side, yeah, and they never shut up. Like, <laughs> the fact that I, I'd probably be in the same boat. Like, I would dosing up with as much heroin as possible to just leave me the fuck alone. Like, I'm tired of hearing voices and thinking I'm crazy. I liked him. I think he did great. He was good. Role. Yeah, uh, and he was constantly drugged up or drunk. To until, block out the voices, right? And until then, his art came, and he's like, yeah, I need to kind of sober up. He got clarity, and it he's, he's the only one that can talk to their other brother, um, number five. I'm going to say six. I'm just going to throw in a number here. Justin H.M., who plays Ben Hargrave. Yep. Hargrave? Hargreaves? Har- it doesn't matter. Ben. Um, he's the only <laughs> one that can talk to him, who has a fucking ridiculous cool power, too. Like, he can just pull, like, monsters out of his... I guess. Well, chest. he was like the yeah, he was like the, the he had he like an like octopus. Yeah, he had he like this giant kraken type thing living inside. But of him. he died, and they don't really go into death. They don't say how in the comic book or oh. in the TV oh they don't show. say either way. No, I think it's something that you can unpack later on, which is fine. And in terms of the comic book, again, a lot of things were just flying through, so mm-hmm. I liked it. It was a it's six issues is a very easy read. Yeah, and you can buy into it. So, so I know we should says at the beginning, but it's. Uh, Published by Dark Horse um, in 2007, written by Gerard Way, who you might know from uh, My Chemical Romance, and it was the show was filmed actually in Toronto and Hamilton. That Canada. I did, I did yeah. know that. Um, I didn't know it was filmed here. Well, yeah, like that house looks familiar too. Uh, but you see some of the. You think so? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't realize it was filmed here. They, they have a nice, <laughs> they have a nice Professor X mansion that they all live in and everything. Yeah. Um, there's some left field weird things like there's a talking monkey, which is kind of cool. Their mother's kind of a robot. Oh yeah, Mister Pogo. Yeah, they know. Yeah. Um, I, I, at first glance, I thought it was more of like an X Men ripoff, right. but their power sets are so 
weird. Like they all have really weird power sets. I'm like, oh, okay, he's, they're really they're really trying hard not to be an X Men ripoff. Yeah, and I don't think that I didn't get the comparison to X Men. until no. after reading the no. book, and I was like, this is anything is more like New Mutants. Yeah, yeah, this is not. It's very, not X Men. Like, oh, squirts. Uh, <laughs> it's very my team just squirt. <laughs> yes, um, but it, it's weird, and that. But is it trying to be weird? Or do you think the weird works here? In the comic, it works for okay. Because so it's the not show, try, but... it's not trying to be anything. That's yeah, not, the show seems like it's felt trying, like it was trying a little so hard. Yeah, hard to like fit into some sort of wheelhouse, and then it wants you to care about characters that you don't care. Like Ellen Page plays uh, whatever Hardgrave, and I didn't like her casting. I didn't. No, care. I didn't like her either. She, Allison was okay. I didn't mind her. Space Boy was. Cool, I like them all, but I want to punch him in the face. Yeah, yeah. like they're. He's baby. And Vanya, and it should be said that in the book, they're they're not they're basically all the same race. They're not really, they're all painted. I guess white would be. They're all pink. They're not even pink. They're oh, they're white, white right? Okay. But like because of the style set, like they're all kind of translucent. Not even translucent. It just works for how it is. In the TV show, I think they specifically went for diversity. Hires. Yeah, which is good. That's, that's I, fine. I, I think it takes away from it you a little so? bit okay. um, it, it definitely eases the blow when your sister starts making out with your brother the weird thing the, the race, fucked up maybe? thing for me is that they the whole show they're talking about how much they're siblings and their family and stuff mm-hmm. and the next thing you know they these two have a romance I'm like this is a little weird I know they're not blood at all right. but it's like you guys have been talking about Right, they still talk about dad and right. mom, like like it's like the same one. And, <laughs> yeah. and they gave that like two and a half episodes for them yeah. to yeah. Uh, evolve. Here's who I really didn't like. It was uh so Space Boy or not Space Boy, sorry, uh, number five. Not uh, yeah, number five. Because yeah. he's protagonist. He's been jumping through time, and clearly you can't. He's do trying that. to fix things. That he's like the bishop. <laughs> so we're gonna compare it to X Men. Clearly, everyone has a yeah. I already said uh, Scott and uh, Logan. Yeah. Um, he comes back. Figuring like, oh crap, I've seen the end of the world, something needs to change. But before he does that, he kind of figures out that there's kind of this back door where there's a world operating of people trying to keep time in order. Which, which is fucking cool. Yeah, this is really cool. Which makes sense. This is this is in the book of, too? Yes, but not to this extent. They okay. Didn't, they didn't it's, go... it's interesting that the the show is actually fleshing out more than the book did. But it doesn't... Well, the first, there's three other novelizations. There's, novelizers. there's, there's ver- two other there, volumes, right? Yeah. There's three all. There's like a Dallas and then there's another sweet like they, they call them sweets which is cool okay. um but the weird thing is the show decides only specific things to flesh out okay um, fair enough so cha-cha and hazel are the two kind of time i like police. them the time the time police i like them. i like mary j blige in the role i didn't like cameron Britton. yeah i'm the opposite <laughs> fair enough so, again, <laughs> which is again, weird yeah you, not really you could just the show is kind of Hit or miss. Episode by episode and kind of the way that they put everything together. Yeah, I don't think I, they gave it enough time. To here's here's the funny thing. I'll be I'll be on. I'll be completely honest with you. I only watched the show into its entirety for this yeah. episode, really. I didn't like I was a couple episodes in, I was like, eh, not really for me. But um it actually does start getting good in the in near the end. I was kinda like, Oh, yeah. I'm I'm the invested final, in this. I think yeah. the final episode is their best episode. For me, the best stuff is when they weren't a family, when they were letting me understand who each character yeah, was. Yeah, that was more interesting than the beginning. The like, first I love Diego because yeah. Diego's backstory is like he, obviously this didn't work out him being a crime fighter so he became a cop but yeah. he became kind of a, a rough cop yeah. and then he had a personal relationship and it didn't work out. So yeah. like you get all of that, you get why he typically likes to do things on his own, he can have a partner yeah. so when he gets back to the family, like that's all shit I eat up, right? But when he gets in the family, there's a lot of What's the what's the word where there's a lot of deus machina ex yeah. machina kind yeah, of shit in machina, there? It's yeah. like, oh, we're all here because we all have and to be here, it. and then it's over. So, I, essentially, the whole premise is number five is traveling back through time to figure out that the apocalypse is happening not because of some crazy instance. It's because their sister, number seven, is the the reason for it. Yeah, Vanya, and when she uh, what what threw me was when she uh, sliced Allison's throat. Yeah, I was like, oh. Which is in Fuck. the comic, and it's amazing in the comic. Sick. One thing that so that that was sick about the show. The, the thing I didn't I liked the least about the whole show was that the, everything was a secret. It was like, yeah, there's there's like secrets everywhere. Okay. Every character's a secret. This is a secret. That's a secret. Her yeah. new boyfriend's a secret. Who is saw coming a fucking mile away. Yeah. So Vanya gets the, the boyfriend who um, this guy kind of seduces or charms her. Sorry, yeah. charms her because she's been alone her whole life. And you know this guy's got well, ulterior like, motives right from. Her, her, and you also know that. So it's presented that Vanya's the only one without, powers. without yes. powers. I'm like, the very first episode I'm watching it, I'm going, 
I go, yeah, oh, she's going to she's going to be the most powerful. Yeah, she's going to she, be the most powerful she, yeah. out of all. Like she's a super mutant. The fact that she had no powers was like, okay, well you yeah, guys are something special about it. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that Dumb. the father figure is so like he doesn't even treat that in the way that at least allows her to like feel like a yeah. like a, a a little girl and like a love daughter. He constantly pushes her out of like pictures and like yeah. you, you have no power like demeans her. You're and, like, asking for this to fucking blow up in like, your face. Builds a builds a like a, a a bomb shelter for her when she inevitably becomes too strong. But like yeah. at some point you're supposed to have real conversations with your kids. Yeah. If you have a conversation like, hey man, yeah. Yeah. you're kinda <laughs> scary. So we're taking steps to make sure you don't become the end of the world. Yeah. Probably would have been a different outcome for uh, a it's, it's yeah, all you can do is talk to the kids. The Just father's talk to a douchebag, like four of the five kids are douchebags. Yeah. The 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 time cops are douchebags. Yeah. Like, who do you cheer for? Yeah, the monkey. It's and hard, then they, they and then the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in the comic, they do the it monkey. in such a great panel. Like, um, his head gets blown out. Like, he's a, he's it, a chimpanzee. Fair enough. His you see his brain splatter out, and because of Vanya, oh, really? Vanya just fucks it up. Like oh, when yeah, she becomes gangs, white yeah. violin in the comic, it's so fucking awesome, and it's because of a villain that I don't remember his name, but he's like a, a orchestra Herald conducting or vampire. Oh, he's a vampire in the book? Yes. Oh, he's not a vampire in the it's, show. It's he's not, just a it's not sleaze the same, ball. It's not the same dude. It's, oh, it's like there's, okay. There's a, they have robots in it. There's vampires. Oh, so it sounds, it sounds way better. Yeah. The, <laughs> again, the comic book reads like a fun comic book. They yeah. just don't have time to kind of unpack everything, yeah. which a TV show does. And obviously, you have to change things for a TV show because you don't want to pick up everything. You want yeah, to make you kind of want to make a little. So the way that she becomes white violin is through a dude that finds the book that her father... The diary of the book her father left that got thrown out accidentally because yeah. Klaus used that money uh, at a pawn shop to go get money for drugs. Fairly simple. Yeah. A lot of, but a lot of ex machina. If he wasn't walking past that dumpster, he wouldn't have found this book and decided. Because he's also backstory on him. His secret is he's been an obsessed fan since he was a kid. Yeah. He dressed up like the Umbrella Academy. He built that little... Yeah. He built a Robin's mask, and he's been following them to the point now that he's like, oh, I can bang one of them, and then... Yeah, and I he guess just takes full advantage. And, but you can see it coming a mile away. It's like, okay, yeah, this guy's... A lot of things happen obviously. for the, the way they... They need things to happen in a specific time, and they don't give it enough. So, like, when we say the TV show unpacks it, they only unpack specific things, but don't unpack the right things. So, right. I would have spent more... Like, this... For me, this show would have been five episodes of just the kids and the father. Yeah. So we understand all in the, their in different the dynamics. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't have found out they're adults until like episode six. Like the time jump, like it. Right? So just so you yeah. you grow to love the kids for who they are when they're kids. And then when you see that they're douchebag adults, you feel for them more because you're like, oh, I remember when you were a kid. But you never had a chance with your father. Yeah. And you're constantly hearing the voiceover of the father. Like, great voice. Like, I love the voice actor. Yeah, he was good. He was actually really good for that, yeah. And great narrator for, like, progressing the story. Because he's always talking to either the audience or each individual. Yeah. Like, he what? has little moments with each child. And he's like, this is what you need to do. But a super dick. Like, he literally, after his his golden boy, space boy, gets kind of fucked up on a mission where he didn't have enough coverage. But he sent him in anyway. He has no choice but to save his life using monkey parts and kind of yeah. basically turns him into half man, half monkey. He's like King Kong with a small head. And then once he saves his son, his son's still loyal to him. He's like, yo, man, I'm ready to go back in the field. His dad's like, nah, I'm going to send you into space. Moon. And yeah. like, you're you're going to do moon. a moon mission for now. Send me back rocks. So he does that. And then the mission that he thinks he's doing, his he sends back to his father. Like there's, an, there's a, a moment in the episode where Space Boy comes back and he sees all the packets that he's been sending. Uh, his father that have he just left under the the floorboards yeah like just yeah he just like, stashed like, them like what's the, what was them. the point of all that like what are you what are we trying to prove and he's a big monkey now like you can't have me do that if you want me to keep talking that's not really oh sorry I'm pointing, I'm you're trying to distract me as I'm giving you time to look at something that you want to look at that's so now Jesus I'm gonna sack. look while you talk yeah no what actually it's funny I know you said the last episode is your favorite but what was funny is you know what she's doing her violent thing right. And they just kept doing the same thing over and over. Yeah, they <laughs> like, kept jumping at her. And it was like, wow. Like, she, okay, maybe we jump at her a second time. Second, she won't do she, the fucking learn this supernova time. move. Boom. Okay, well, let's do it a third time. <laughs> and so here's what I really found interesting. Um, when number five goes to the past and talks to, like, the head timekeeper. Yeah. Like, the how stylized it is because, like. Yeah, it was cool. It was, it was like, the 50s, It's right? like a 1950s. Yeah. Like, it's all operators and stuff. I'd love to spend more time in that world. That'd be cool, yeah. what's actually going on. Like it's there should be a whole episode just that. Yeah. 
They, and that's that's the problem with the show. They yeah. never gave enough time for one character to breathe in whatever world that they're in. Because they all lived separate worlds and never really had to get back together. But they had to keep rushing to get them to the apocalypse and to get a get, uh, fucking white violin going. Which they never call her in the show. No, they don't. That's a cool name. It is. And her, I like her, that. White her violin. her comic costume is ten times better than the white suit that Ellen Page put on. Yeah, it was just like a little... That's what I was saying. If I, I, if I recasted that... Ellen Page, I would recast as uh, Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah, Tra- uh, Trachtenberg. Tracten- yeah, Trachtenberg. I know you're talking about. You'll yeah. know her from Eurotrip fame. If not, you really know her from Harriet the Spy. Um, she's from Buffy too, isn't she? Yeah, she is from Buffy. Boom. So she she's done a lot of good things, but she has the like soft look to her. Yeah. And then I've seen her play like kind of demure and strong. Yeah. And that's She'll what you be good. Get. Yeah. Helen, Helen think... Page is like dead in the eyes. No offense to Helen Page. Like, <sighs> she was. I don't know. She's, a, she's always Juno. She's, she, but she's a good actor. But she's great at Juno things. I feel like part of this she phoned in though. Like I don't know. It seems, or she just was kind of like ah. She's. It, it seems like she was playing uh, Kitty Pride again. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. Like, I can skate and just running through walls. Yeah. Like, I don't know if anyone really knew what they were doing other than Space Boy, who had to be yeah, in a, was pretty, yeah. a giant suit. Like yeah, I'm a monkey. All right, yeah. I got all right, it. cool, monkey man. Uh, so. That's that. Let's move on to Doom Patrol. Do it. Um, read the. I, I recommend reading the comic. Well, we can come back to that. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, no read the read the comic. Yeah. Because I have to say something. I actually will read this. it now. There's there's in, there's interesting things here. I just don't think it was fleshed out. Because ultimately the show's not terrible, but it's. Uh, I'm not watching next. There's season. better things on. I'm I mean, not watching. I mean, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. And talking about it. Talking about it. There's your segue. Doom Patrol. Give um, it. Give it. Get him. Holy shit. DC's best. TV DC's show? best. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, unless you like the, unless you like the CW. I do. Stuff. I already talked about how much I like Smallville. Um, I fucking love this show. You I love loved Arrow. it. You I love Flash. I loved the first season of Arrow. I loved it. Yeah, it's probably the best stuff. Ever. This stuff is amazing. And That's they, not animated. They took very little changes from the comic book. They just kind of were like, they they kind of built their own team here. Mm-hmm. But to their credit, I mean, all members of Doom Patrol, but they kind of formed their own. Uh, Roster. Roster yeah. of the yep. many rosters, yep. right? And it's great. Uh, you want to do the casting? I, I know you like to do the casting. Who wants to hear me butcher some more names? You can't cut butcher Robot Man. Uh, well, well, when we get there, All we right. get there. Uh, Diane Guerrero, uh, Crazy Jane, Driver 8, Karen. It's great. Uh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, April <laughs> Boba. <laughs> Boba. Bulbasaur? Bobai. Oh. Elastigirl, Rita Farah. Adam Tudyk, uh, Eric Morden, Mr. Nobody. Matt Bonner plays a uh, Larry Trainer slash Negative Man. Brendan Fraser, Cliff Steel, Robot Man. Timothy Dalton, Chief. Niles Calder. Uh, Ryle, Riley Shanahan actually plays the moving around uh, Robot Man. Okay. Uh, Mathic Zook plays the moving around actual Negative Man. Because we get more voices yep. from Brendan yep. and Matt Bonner. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jovin Wade plays Cyborg. Victor Stone. Uh, Phil Morris, who was also in Smallville, um, plays Silas Stone. And... That's about it. Well, I gotta yeah. get the cockroach. Hold on, let me find his name. <laughs> I gotta get the cockroach. Don't let me forget the cockroach. Curtis Armstrong as Ezekiel the cockroach. Um, dare I say perfect casting? I would not change I wouldn't change a thing. On this. So we was. talk about... And that um, never happens, really. No. Especially in comic book movies, there's always one person who's like, you know, this one. You know what's funny is we were... We were just talking about hey, in Umbrella Academy, we had to like struggle to like certain characters. Yeah. In this one, I like everybody. Off the bat, I like them everybody. Yeah, Elastigirl took a little bit of warming up, but still, I, I she looks great. So she looks great, great. Cool. and she's a great actor. Yeah, she's great. She's but she, really she good. Earned, in this. She earns your respect. She's really good in this. And your admiration. And you get the backstory. And to their credit, they gave each yes, character. Go. I kept wanting to say this. Their own episode, and it worked great. It was wonderful. Actually, they give each character an episode and a half because yeah. they would come back to the group yep. or their counterpart with yeah. their baggage and then share it with that other person who's coming off their baggage. Yeah. And you would see shared baggage and then yeah. learning from... Oh, amazing. To be fair, this is five episodes longer than Umbrella Academy. Good first move. So, yeah, that's 15 episodes, whereas Academy is only 10. 10. So they had a bit more wiggle room to do what they need to do, but it's just a better show overall. Like, it's... I don't know where to start. That's, I, that's That goes down to writing, though. You can get everything you need to get done in 10 episodes if you want to. Because yep. they had some filler episodes. You're, you're right. This, you're right. But they decided to take their time because they had... And it was it was a, a slow burn, but they had things to do every episode. And it's just so weird, too. If you've never read Doom Patrol, 
I would almost say that you'd be scared away, except that the characters are so charming that they sh- they'll probably pull you in. This is the vice versa. Where I as long as you have an open mind to watch the show first and then go look for the comic yep. book. When in yep. uh, Umbrella, read the comic book and then go for the TV show. Yeah. And to Doom Patrol's credit, the intro fucking sucks you in. Oh my god, the song is amazing. Clint Massel, amazing uh, from uh, Requiem for a Dream fame, has an amazing score on that. But each individual. Um, I guess tableau or you know yeah credits yep. rise but what's going on you get a feel for who which which each character is and kind of how they ended up here just the kind of because it's like a table and they, they just show who's sitting at what table like I, I'm not doing it justice it's one of the greatest intros for a comic book TV show because you get so much it's amazing each like tiny frame of what they show just when like the little eyeballs roll for yep. Robot Man I was like, or Elastic Girl in the Tub and her and it's just all these melting. all these yep. pieces of uh, a puzzle. Yeah, like, it's amazing. Amazing. Also, the best version of Cyborg we've seen on screen. It's the definitive so, Cyborg. Of, of, <laughs> and he's a younger, like more Teen Titans ish of Cyborg. Three, if you're gonna cut the animated. Sure, why not? Yeah, because kind of all. Teen Titans Go is fun, but not. He comes in as bit, and it's cool how they keep mentioning. Or they keep referring to him as like the only superhero on the actual team he's because he's like, he gets, he gets yeah. on the Justice League. Like, yeah, you, we, we all know who yeah. you are. If we can't go anywhere with you because everybody knows you, did it? Essentially, it's like Cyborg leaving a professional team to go down to AAA. Yeah, and to, like, he's so and he's so cocky at he, first. These too. are all bad news bears. Yeah, um, but uh, like I love it because it starts off with the dynamic of Chief, who already lives with Elastigirl and uh, Negative Man. Larry, yeah, and Negative Man and. Elastigirl have that dynamic. They have that connection, yeah. and that gets built on, and you see that kind of move forward. And Jane kind of comes and goes, right? Right. We learn. She doesn't really click in until Roboman no. shows up. Like, yeah. they have a nice little... Um, Father-daughter, pseudo-father-daughter type yeah, relationship. Yeah, they have a nice connection yeah. that's either combative or... Uh, again, it's a, it's a completely parental yada yada back and forth. Um, but Robot Man is, like, he's the everybody's... He's the every like he's the viewers. Yeah, he's because they he's kick the protagonist, him. Because they start. He's with, the jubilee. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so if, you're if you're talking to the nine, if you're talking the '90s cartoon, you know we could start comparing DC properties to DC. Properties. I know. I was just I had because we were doing that with he's Umbrella the, Academy. I was Robin. making laugh. Well, yeah. Pick another one. Yeah. Uh, he's the Robin. Uh, no, no, but we we get introduced into this world through him. Brendan Fraser's greatness. Because he was initially a race car driver. And he's like, yeah, he's a race car driver. And and this the the show is different than the book. We can get into the book a little bit later. But the yeah, he he dies in a car crash while he's doing the, the Formula One race. Right. <laughs> because his, him and his wife keep cheating on each other. Yes. Which is amazing. And so she call just, me Fox. Yeah. Call me Fox. <laughs> yeah, when he's banging the young. <laughs> I think it helps too that they say fuck and you get to see like a tit like the fact yeah that oh yeah this, this is completely this is, this is like yeah for a, a kind of older demographic yep and they they get you with the kind of cheesy stuff early so they can hit you with the hard stuff later because yep. hard stuff comes in later and it comes hard but they get the weird stuff in like early episodes like the farting donkey that yeah, you have to get creates vortexes, yeah, yeah, portals, right? Like once if you can bend your mind and the talking car. If you can accept that, yeah. If you can accept that, you're you're good for the show, really. Doctor, because it gets weird to its credit. But it's good weird to its credit because yeah. you never know where it's going to turn, and by that time you're already caring about the characters. Once you're invested in the characters, and this is definitely a show that's really about character development, not necessarily uh, an event happening, which is. Umbrella Academy. They were worried about the apocalypse. Yep. And so they didn't really care about the characters. This one, you're they're caring about the characters so that when one disappears and the whole kind of reason for them joining up is to find Chief. Chief gets kidnapped or falls Chief, out. Chief disappears and they are all trying to find him. So it's what I like about this is that uh, I'm a little bit sick of the apocalypse thing plot right. and like the end of the world plot right. like we don't need it to be massive every time you can keep it smaller and make it grow a bit mm-hmm. and that's what doom patrol does whereas umbrella academy is you know apocalypse end, end of the world. doom patrol is well we've seen enough we're missing our chief where it's just like oh here's the yeah. giant blue laser is going to destroy everything yeah yeah uh, yeah it's nothing new. We're, this one we're missing our leader and none of us are really vetted for outside yeah, we don't. but we need to go find him right and, and, so and, that's, and that's not what we even talked about with like with larry because he's Great character. <laughs> Completely burned from head to toe. He was a ace pilot and yeah. went down in flames. Yeah. Now his body's charred, so he's constantly wrapped up like a mummy, yeah. which is hilarious. Yeah, we should yeah, go through the powers. Yeah, so negative man, like, yeah, go ahead. Uh, finish yeah. it off. 
No, no, go, go, go. I, I gave one half of it, and then right, and then he's got a, he's got a uh, negative spirit. They call him the negative spirit. In, lives inside him is like a second entity who they can't. He can't exist for long periods of time without the entity inside him. Without a body. So even yeah. the, off that top, you're like, this guy's already something I've never seen before. It, it would have been easy just to make him yeah. electric or one person, but he's no. already two kind of people. Plus he's wrapped up like a mummy. Mummy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. Elastigirl is a famed, like an old school famed like actress. 1940s actress. Yeah. So, yeah. Who made a deal with a, with a demon. Yep, to, to, to stay young. To forever. stay young. And what, what that means is that she's also like this blob monster. So yeah. she has to concentrate to keep herself into her human form. Otherwise, she loses shape she and, kinda, and yeah, like, like crushes a guy during sex. She's just like, <laughs> oh, God. She just, uh, what's the word? I don't know. Like, she just she loses melts, controls. Yeah. And yeah, literally, she's like ice cream. Yeah, she just melts to the glob and, ice cream. Robot like, Man is the is Cliff in the beginning who loses he dies in the in a car crash. They keep his brain alive. But Chief keeps his brain alive and, and puts it into a robot. robot. Yeah, and what's really cool you think that's oh, that's pretty simple, but what's really cool is his whole arc is like I can't feel anything, mm-hmm. I can't get horny, I can't get hungry, I can't take a shit. Like there's no, I, can't well, I can't do anything. Walk, right? like so it's driving him the fucking first, crazy. The first yeah. He's learning how to walk upstairs. Yeah, right? he's like he's just, he, he, and he's like oh you can do that. It's not until he like pictures his daughter where he learn like he finds motivation yeah. to keep going forward. Um and then there's obviously Cyborg who's half man, half Who's he's a cyborg. Mother box. Mother box, but they get deep in into his group. whole system and how his dad set up the um his intricate his intricate network and yeah, his grid. And, and his grit, there it is. That's what I'm looking for. And then there's Crazy Jane. Who has sixty something personalities all in one body. Which would have been a power in itself. Which is cool, but then you find out each individual character has its own power set. Yeah. God damn. Which is fine. So she's ah fuck, I was gonna say she's like Legion, but okay. <laughs> she's basically like Legion. But um Better. But uh well you, there's a reason for all her personalities and that's dude That's to, a whole episode. Yeah. And it's great. I we're gonna tell you here because we well, at times, if you don't want to hear it, skip ahead, but it's all... Well, no, skip ahead. If you're listening to this, just be prepared to be spoiled. Yeah. It's childhood trauma, so her she was sexually abused as a child and by her father, so every time... At, like, age, like, let's say seven. Yeah. So, at that point, already, her brain decided, like, okay, we're going to separate you from... From... Her. Yeah, and because she was a metahuman already, it created all it these different... Yeah, it kept manifesting her, all these different personalities that existed. because you find out... Jane Patrol, yeah, it's great how her brain works in the underground. They, yeah, it, her whole subconscious is, is called, she calls it the underground where all her different personalities actually Live, coexist yeah. and they all fight to go to the top, to go to the top, to, to take control. control of her body. But then they also have this, like this um, social uh, network. network or hierarchy that like one of them is in main control of her unless right. that person starts fucking up, then, then somebody they, else yeah, and other personalities want nothing to do with control. All yeah, play, it's cool, they all man. know how to play position and then when yeah. she checks out and she's like, I'm not going up, they're all like, wait a minute. Yeah, no, you're there, the main there's a, one. There's a way to do yeah. this, right? So it's that, that, that alone that's is just, an episode. That's just yeah. her. That's just her, so, yeah. Uh, Curtis Armstrong who plays Ezekiel the Cockroach makes several appearances and the giant and he, rat. Does, he doesn't have his shining moments until like the last three episodes and then two episodes and then alan tudyk let's who, not forget who's your mr nobody who's also a narrator so i believe timothy dalton has some voiceover stuff but it's more alan tudyk it's more alan talking tudyk. to the he's audience the, yeah because he breaks the fourth wall which is amazing and he's a man caught between dimensions and he talks to them so well, as yeah. they like at knowing that they are like he's a deadpool yeah actually yeah yeah breaks like, the fourth wall yeah you can't compare like, these to anything but Marvel I was just going to say he breaks yeah. the fourth wall. Yeah, he does. But when he, even when, like, the beginning, he's like, you bet you thought this was a superhero show. It's like, it's not. He's like, it's not. And then he even talks to them. He's like, you're not a real comic book hero. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Amazing. And I don't even think we're doing it justice. No, we're not. It's, oh, man. It's we'll so, talk about the comic book. There's now. so much I want to Well, they also, okay, here's one thing I wanted. Well, one thing before we go. They actually put Dinosaur Mineral Plant, or Animal Vegetable Mineral Man in it. <laughs> well, they put Danny the Street in there. Day of the Streets, like that was one of our callbacks yeah. from Oddest Heroes ever. When we saw it, I was like, ah! And I think Doom Patrol had just started, and I was like, we're going to see Danny the Street. I, I bet we'd see it in the show. Or yeah, it was a good call. Yeah, we called that. And we saw it, and I was like, goddamn. But Animal Vegetable Mineral Man, who's a. <laughs> he's part anim- he's part dinosaur, part plant, part mineral. And who didn't make our Oddest Heroes? Amazing. Heroes? I don't know why. Who we... didn't make. Well, he's kind of an anti hero villain, but. Well, he's a another, foe, right? There's another list of them. He didn't make that list either. He didn't. I'll, how dare we? Had, well, yeah, you. 
How dare I? But again, talk about the comic book. Anyways, the parts of it vary. Other parts not so much. So I read, I read Crawling from the Wreckage, which was when Grant Morrison first took over the book. It was volume two, number nineteen to number twenty-two. So it was the four issues. This reads rather quickly, but it's all good. Um, It starts at Robot Man in a psych ward, so he flashes back to his accident. In Mm -hmm. this comic book, he dies from an oil slick. So it's a lot more less complicated yep. than, and he's he's they, they save the complicated for the yeah end. he's angry but he's not he's like he's a dick and he's angry and he's got the same complaints like he's exactly the same thing I can't mm-hmm. feel I can't take a shit I can't I can't fuck I can't fuck yeah which is huge he big. says that yeah big thing that's a big thing um and what happens is the psych warrior the psych ward actually introduces him to crazy jane this is so grant morrison created crazy jane this is her first issue number 19 and he they introduce him to her as a means to kind of maybe help him relax okay like you know what yeah you've got a raw deal it could be worse and case in point crazy jane so they they're way more amicable in the book than they are in the show do you think crazy jane's worse off than robot man is i think her origin a little fucked up. Sure, but where they are now, who would you rather be? Crazy, the multiple personalities, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it can't get worse. Yeah. <laughs> can't get worse. But you know, Joshua's in this too. Right. Because remember, Joshua's in the other one. He actually has. He actually is very open with his powers in this one. Okay. Which is kind of cool. The the biggest difference was Larry's character because Lassa girl's dead in this. She's already dead. So she died in the last volume, or supposedly dead. Larry, uh, so when you make that deal with the devil, yeah, (laughs) bitch. (laughs) (laughs) No, so Larry in this one is he's been separated from the negative spirit who finds him again in the same psych ward that Cliff is in, Mm -hmm. um, and can actually speak now, but it all there's no broken words, so it just speaks like this in a really long sense, like it goes like this, right? right? So it's hard to it's actually difficult to read, but. He finds him and ends up merging Larry's body with a nurse's body named Eleanor Poole. Okay. So the three of them can form to make a new Good Lord, form man. called, they name themselves Rebus, <laughs> which sure. is like scientifically termed for the combination of things. Matter. <laughs> yeah, different matter. And they still, so they still have the, the wrap around, mm-hmm. but in this one, rather than the show where he's gay, in this one, He's actually they're he oh, they're, they're actually like transsexual like oh, it's okay. so it's, so oh, yeah. it's a male body but very feminine with how it works and they right. want to be called Rebus sure and way more powerfully flies around shoots things okay. like yeah and in this one they call they they fight the scissor men <laughs> who are just these black silhouettes with scissor hands that's not what I was picturing but <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Garrison sure. right yeah. <laughs> scissorettes no so these scissor men that that are interdimensional. And they're coming. They come into our world. They were created by so accident. Through time, right? Dimensions. Okay. So they 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 come. They were created. They create. They were created by people by accident. Okay. They show up into our world or into the real world and cut people into their world. What? Yeah. Goddamn. It's it's weird. It's very Doom Patrol weird, but they end up beating them. But do they? Scissor Men never make any appearance in the show. It's just, Yet. So the. Still time. Yeah. So the the. The Cliff and Crazy Jane characters are very similar to the to the right. show, but Larry's way different. Uh, Cyborg's obviously how's Chief it. compared from same thing. Okay, it's the same thing because he the show only really has one big secret too, which is, and it was great. Which is Chief's an asshole. Yeah, and he set up everybody's Everybody. disaster. So that they, I don't get his motivation for that, but again, I I just enjoy the fact that he was such a dick. Yeah. And, Father figures suck apparently between these two shows because yeah. can't trust a father. No, and and they, and Mister basically don't trust your. Well, Jane can't trust her real. You're father, not real father. Don't, yeah, don't don't, <laughs> don't trust her fake father either. Yeah, um, yeah, rough, rough for these kids. And Mister Nobody wasn't even like a villain. A villain, villain. He was just trying to expose everybody's yeah, truth. Yeah, again, that's a, that's one of the things I enjoyed towards the end that they kind of Chief and Mister Nobody kind of reversed roles. Yeah, like Chief became the antagonist. Yeah. And Mr. Nobody's like, I'm kind of helping you guys. Because he plays the voice of God in the final. So, like, we, we're sweeping over so many great episodes. But the final I, episode. Yeah, I was going to talk about one, too. But... I, we can go back to it. I just want to talk about how. The, I can't remember the rat's name. Um, but him and Ezekiel join. And I forget what their their team is called, too. <laughs> God damn it. But they grow to, like, infinite sizes on Danny Street. Like, they call it Danny Street, too. Like, they found a way to tie everything back up in the final two episodes. That was so satisfying. Um. 
But I think I still think they had characters in there that you didn't really need, like Metalo and stuff like that. There oh, Flex Metallo? I didn't. He was cool, but... He was cool. They they only had him for one, the one episode, right? But again, that's what... Like, one of the funniest parts in the whole show was when he flexes the wrong muscle and okay, makes yeah. everybody orgasm. Yeah, fair. And, Mr. Mr. and Robot Man's like, uh... uh oh, yeah! yeah, yeah. He starts yeah. pretending... Like, I feel it, too. And they're like, why were you <laughs> orgasming? He's like, uh... Just always trying to join in. No, but there, there's a lot of, like... Admiral Whiskers is the rat. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing, and then they have to kiss each other, and there's a lot of living. They have to be inside in order and to he's mad. Each other. He's mad. He's mad at the team because they ran over his was his brother it's in so... like the first episode. They... <laughs> <laughs> and he swears allegiance yeah. to uh, Mister Nobody. Yeah. Um. Again, so I don't know how they did it, but they rode humor and kind of oh my god, just drama it. Yeah. To a great extent, because you feel for them so hard, and then you laugh. To the same extent, to the same level, and if it flips like a light switch, like there's no real time to like breathe and take in. Like Larry has a very tragic story, and then he has this whole getting to meet his lover again, and like going back. Yeah, because he's in the closet. For... Right, 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 for the whole like basically the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so they have like these heartfelt moments, and then not missing a beat, they'll flash to whatever else is going on, and it's either hilarious or something that like you really have to pay attention to. Um, and the show's so detailed, like the set oh, yeah. design, like the intricate, like just the 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 way Robot Man looks. Looks great. Um, Every move is root, 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 like when he walks around. The only thing that was kind of wonky was uh, like Cyborg's like face yeah. plate that looked like it was yeah, it looked like it was a plate. Like, they just they just put it on his head. <laughs> it looked like, like it was part ready of his to head. Start yeah, it like, like a half that, mask. That's me looking for something not to like about the show. And there's a lot of things to love about it. So and yeah, Danny, yeah, the Danny Street episode. Where that's your favorite episode? It's just I don't know if it's, it's my favorite there. one, but it's it's up there. It's my, and I don't usually like. We even talk about the ant farm or the fucking the the real antagonist. And stuff yeah, like that too. Yeah, like there's there's so much going on that you don't think it would fit, but because they because spend, they spent more time with the characters than you well, the understand first the connection. Yeah. yeah, first episode introduces everything weird as fuck, and it's right. like oh wow, okay. Even Mister well, Nobody, because Mister Nobody's in like pieces. Weird as shit. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. like trapped between dimensions. Yeah, so he's, you don't know. Like when sense. you first see it, it's like oh, this is what this character's gonna look like. Fine, I'll buy into it. But you don't realize okay, no, it's just him trying to fucking work out how to walk between. Yeah, he's trying. Yeah, he's, he's trying to survive. Just weird. trying to survive, yeah. man. It's just lips. Yeah, you're saying about Danny Street. Yeah, the Danny Street one where they just I don't know, man. I don't really usually like filler episodes and i don't know this one was really a filler no. but where negative man gets to larry gets to kind of be himself for the first time when he's doing the karaoke <laughs> with the guy from kinky boots and stuff and i was like man i'm so happy for these yeah. guys i was like fuck yeah we didn't talk about beard tasting man what's his oh beard hunter beard thank hunter. you you know he's yeah. actually a um he was created as a spoof of alan Moore. good lord <laughs> yeah. so yeah there's a beard hunter character who's from the comic books who can eats beards and can track that person he tracks on. that person and kind of knows that person and can anticipate it's only off the beard though yeah just the beard so it's only he's hunting on dudes yeah burly dudes yeah essentially. like it's that one hair was it from cyborg it's yeah. that one hair that came off his chin and he like he like licks his he's like mm. he's so weird but so <laughs> hilarious like and and that's what they did that uh umbrella academy didn't do like you care just as much about the main characters as you do the side characters. Yeah. Like, we're laughing up. It's like, hilarious. Uh, the, all these, like, ter- even tertiary characters that, like, are only in it for half an episode or, like, an uh, episode, but they give just enough uh, expository information to progress the overall storyline, and they have to do one little thing that either everyone thinks is completely stupid, or you need one of the specific Doom Patrols to kind of figure out how to work this into the group. Like, it's only Cyborg that can talk to Danny Street to get the whatever MacGuffin to move to the next yeah. part of the Finding Chief, right? Only one person talks to kind of Metallo, to like Metallo, right? Like, it's like Metallo, yeah. Because they handled characters so well, they just kept finding ways not to squeeze them all together, but to separate them. And yeah. then when they come back together, they all have... They each, learn new things. They and all bring have knowledge. New, to, yeah. Like, uh, in the final episode, like, Rita doesn't even use her, like, Elastigirl She thing. barely does in the whole she, show. Fair enough. That is also true. But she has a heart-to-heart with, like, Mr. Nobody, and he just says, like, hey, man, like, you gotta help us out here. Like, yeah. You, you gotta, like... And that's the motivation that kind of turns him from bad to good. Yeah. Or from Mr. Maker to, like, hey, maybe I, I could be part of the Doom Patrol in, for this kind of one mission. So, like, again, you really get behind the characters. You, you know? like them all. It's, they're all likable. So Even the rat. 
Yeah, even no, I love the rat. Even Ezekiel, Ezekiel, the cockroach rat combination they create. Oh god! (laughs) When they start making it, they're lovers and just like tongue. I didn't know cockroaches have tongues, but I clearly saw just going at it. In this show, a giant rat and a giant, yeah, hundred foot cockroach and rat make out. out. This happens because of Mister Nobody saying, "Oh, like he." Because he's the narrator, like that's part of his power set. Yeah, he's the power of persuasion too, I guess. Yeah, somewhat because yeah. he just basically says, like he's narrating the story to the cockroach. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, he was just enjoying destroying a city and finally feeling like this this massive <laughs> entity. And he's like, finally you made it and you finally see what you really wanted. And you turn around and there, Admiral there he whiskers. is, Admiral Whiskers. And Admiral Whiskers is like, yeah, sure, I'll go with What's it. What's up? And you start making out. It's like. <laughs> And by this point, you've already seen so many weird things that you're, this doesn't even... doesn't phase you. you la- you're just laughing like, of course, this is the only way it could end. Yeah. And then you see a running robot man going from tongue to tongue to get from in, already being swallowed in a rat to be inside the belly of a cockroach. Sounds stupid, but makes amazing sense. <laughs> yeah, well, you because just... The, if the you're the, on, yeah, go the, ahead. The only way to stay alive... <laughs> through this nuclear uh, explosion that they're trying to make happen is being in a body of a cockroach. It makes fucking perfect sense. It's insane. It's just how do we get inside the cockroach? It's insane how the writing worked as well as it did because nothing... Like, if you... If I read this on paper without, like, pictures... Ridiculous. Like, you're selling this to who? Who's going to pick this up? Yeah. Um, Great show. I'm going to keep going with the, uh, the Grant Morrison run. Because I've only read bits and pieces of it, but I'm actually going to read. Well, I'm going to keep going with the TV oh. show. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Season, season two, two comes out. Yeah. Do you think, uh, like, where do you want to see any of the characters go from here? Do you think there's any spinoff possibilities for either show? Uh, well. Like I, I, like you were saying about the Umbrella Academy, I'd like to see more of the as kids. Yeah. Like that. Give me, a, like you said, four or five episodes, just a mini series. Just like, really okay. Ben, how the one dude died. Yeah, Ben's dead. Like, yeah. And he's only ben, acting as a girl. Yeah. Um, they're getting a second season because they, they apparently was like super highly watched. Like it was. I can see because when it, it I think well I don't have the dates, but it dropped just randomly and kind of yeah. on the on the heels of superhero superhero movies, and because Netflix is Netflix, people will binge through shit. Yep. And they'll watch like six episodes before they realize something's not good. Yeah. <laughs> but we're almost done anyways. So let's just finish let's it finish out. Finish it out. And it was the only reason I went back to finish it is like, hey man, we're doing it for the show. So yeah. Like, yeah. I watched two episodes and was like, ah. I'm happy. I but I came back it, and watched it. It ended, but it didn't really end. It just kind of like and it's cataclysmic too. She shoots her power to the moon, and then the moon explodes, and they think they averted the apocalypse, but a giant chunk of or giant chunks of asteroids start flying off the moon. That was kind of cool. Again, that's the but only then it fucking ends, and I was like, oh, and then they, you they all... son of it. Did that the book ends too? Yeah, Something but they like they, they 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 all flash out of there, but they don't take um, white violet. Because she's, oh, she's die. the actual protagonist. Uh-huh. Well, they they uh, kind of lobotomize her. Oh, really? Yeah. In this show, they're like, no, we got to protect her. I get it. Yeah, so do I. But uh, I was like, eh. So, I, like, here's the weird thing. It's so bad, but I've invested so much that I want to see a second season. Yeah, I don't, I'm not, not going to watch it. I don't so. want to see a spin-off. <laughs> so I'll like, let you. Unless it's, like. A miniseries, unless like unless four episodes? It's, unless it's Pogo. Like, yeah, Origin of Pogo. But I don't care about the robot mom. Nah. I definitely don't care about. Any of the kids the, either. The, well, I kind of care about the kids. Yeah. Not really. No, not really. Nah. I care about the kids. I just don't care about the adults. <laughs> okay, for the kid versions of yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. I want to see how the, I kid, where the kids, kids really went it? wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess I'll watch it. I can't wait for Doom Patrol. That's it. I can't yeah. wait for seconds. I'll be watching that if week to week. If we're doing the juxtaposition, Doom Patrol, we're counting the days, right? I'm going back and watching old episodes. Oh, yeah. You pick up more things and little details and stuff. I got the fucking theme song on loop. Yeah, he's a nerd. I do. I, like as soon as the show is done, I was like, I'm gonna miss that song. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. So uh, again, but uh, the reason I love Doom Patrol is the reason I love the intro. Yeah. But you're saying it worked for not having an intro for Umbrella Academy. I think it was to his detriment because you could have given maybe me so much yeah. kind of backstory or yeah. exposition in a little. Like, I liked. I I enjoyed how they used the logo in random situations so that's right. kind of cool I don't I think that it was a bad choice not to have it's their own theme song for sure but the way they introduced okay. it was kind of cool intro, yeah but you could intro with a song and then lead into the scene and boom they're you know on the bookshelf or boom on that's an intro folk all they put is Umbrella Academy they just go straight into yeah the plot nobody cares this segment's called Here's from a Hat where we take 
two heroes from this hat. This one right here. And put them against, <laughs> put them against each other. It's in... not our first time doing it. So no, I know. you're surprised about this hat that you're pulling you, from. Yeah, you're just like this one right here. It yeah. got me. You're, uh, you're listening. It got me. This is round three. We're doing sports. One-on-one sports. Combat sports. Combat sports. Like this one, the Home Run Derby. There's a lot of combat yeah, in that. Yeah, this is the home run. This derby. is more combat. This is for the realm of Earth. And we gotta take out two of our we final eight. We should have done a Mortal Kombat round. It's basically the first round. The final round. Or the end the final <laughs> round. Yeah, the final round is gonna be intense. Final final round is called Mortal Kombat. First round is combat. So this is the this winner. Is Mortal Kombat. The winner of this goes on to the semifinals. Which is more Oops. Mortal Kombat. Alright, no looking, no looking. No, no looking. looking. I got pull, pulling from this Silver Surfer. And I have Sentry. Boy. Time to sock some oh dingies. Boy. Okay, first of all, are we in a home? Or are we in a sorry, are we in a field or in a dome? <laughs> I thought it was like a home field. Game. Um am I home team or your away team? Same fucking thing. <laughs> well which one is it, Coke? I am home team. Are we wearing our jerseys or like... No, we're in the same, same jerseys. The official? Well, you don't wear clothes. And no. I, and I... You, you have, wear a yellow I have, jumpsuit. I look badass. Eh. So what, am I Milwaukee Brewers then? Based on my colors? Eh. And you would be... What's all silver? Uh, Is that anybody else silver? The Mets? No. <laughs> no. The Sox? Sox? They're the closest. Black and white. I'd say you're the Yanks. So we're we going for distance or just amount? Do you know what a home run derby yeah, is? Yeah, but I, is the rules <laughs> the same here? It's getting it over the wall. Damn. The more I'm you just, get over the wall that. in the time remaining. Yeah. Do you think you so think amount. Silver Server can lock them farther than Century? Yeah. That's not true at all. Yeah. No. Because you know I'm breaking up the surfboard. Sure. I'm a fucking Superman. Yeah, and I'm hitting like multiple balls at once. Pow! Well, who's pitching to you? Cosmic power. You know, Century doesn't have cosmic powers. He literally does. He's no, from, he's not. He's from the cosmos. I am the cosmos. Nah. Galactus is more the cosmos than you. Galactus is a bitch. Well, he's not socking some dinghies, so... Fuck your dinghies. Fuck Galactus. And fuck Sentry. BAM! That's Silver Surfer knocking out of the park. You, they can't see my, my face of just disappointment and how this has panned out. Yeah, I channel the power cosmic, man. What, what do I have to do with so socking dinghies? Who's my pitcher? Do I get to choose my pitcher? No. Am I um, Sentry uh, or am I uh, his alter ego? No, you're Sentry. Damn, because I think the alter ego is true. <laughs> you're just a crazy man, man. Um, do I have to wear a hat? No. Damn, you should have said yes. I'm gonna get the hair in my eyes. That's amazing. Are you gonna get hair in your eyes? I'm not wearing a hat. You're not gonna wear a hat either. You don't even have hair. Yeah. Advantage me. Do you know how to use a bat? Not even wear regulation cleats. I'm using my. <laughs> okay, you're getting way too into this. I will. You're socking some dingies. Just hit the fucking ball. Well, clearly. I feel like you'd be distracted though. You know, like Sentry does well, the, like the far away. Yeah, I, I think like, I would have more strikes I, than yeah, you would. I feel, like, I feel like you'd be zoned in. You're like, the type of baseball uh, player that like doesn't think about anything. It's no. like, oh, just focus and then hit, hit, hit. Yeah. And I'm the one that's like, oh, dude, like, yeah. there's a hot girl over you'd there. You'd be like, uh, uh... But I'll hit more. Because I'm more of a superhero than you. No, you'll miss more. No, no, I'll hit them further. No, no, Because no. I'll channel, I'll get that perfect strike down. Get into the rhythm. So literally Crack we have to do a park. rock, paper, scissors because I'm pretty sure they're easily... There's not, how do we prove who's going to hit more home runs? Uh, easily, by what we're doing right now. Well, you're not even... Which is surfer. So I get to use Nor any... And rad. So I get to use any object because you're just like, I'm using... The surfboard is surfboard. part of me. Sure, but it's not a bat. So I'm using a tree. No, it's not part of you. It's not your thing. Sentry doesn't fly around with a tree at all times. When was the last time I read a Sentry comic? I am Did Groot. he have a tree? Does he have a tree? I am Groot. <laughs> so he's gonna end with Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> he's the new Guardian of the Galaxy. Actually, Silver Surfer is actually the new Guardian yeah, of the Galaxy. So, he so he's using Groot? Yeah. And this. Don't steal my joke. I'm using Groot. Fuck who's you. using the Surfer? Fuck you, Rock. Rocket's dead. <laughs> Spoilers.
<laughs> He'll be back. Give him like three months. No, but I, I, I just feel like Sentry would be so like distracted by. Oh yeah, his you own feel that fucking, the yeah. person that you didn't choose is yeah. gonna win the event? I, I agree. Oh, yeah. What? I'm not Thank agreeing to that. Thank you for agreeing with me. Yes. I'm really not. You just did. Listen, first of all, I look like a baseball player. You look like a, a tinfoil meth an, an alien. You, you look like a mascot. So. I, so it's even worse for you when you lose. No, no, no. I'm getting the contract to come play Major League Baseball. You're getting a deportation letter because everyone thinks you're a legal alien, which you kind of are. So you're getting ice on you. I'm in this derby. I'm channeling the power of cosmic. You can't, like, you can't channel a, a stronger power than that. What are you talking about? Sentry can't channel the power you don't, of you the cosmos. You're not even taking this seriously. Look, Very seriously. I've, I've even printed out fantasy league stats to show you what my on-base percentage would be oh if boy. I was <laughs> You gotta get the analytics. It's about the analytics. No. Let me choke. It's about the analytics. No, I, I choke feel. I definitely have more RBIs than you have. Okay. This is out of control. It is. So I win? No, you lose. Silver Surfer goes on. Nobody cares. Oh.